Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another horror review. Uh, you're gonna have to excuse me. I need a beer for this one. I hope you appreciate the things I do for this channel because seriously, um, so tonight we're going to talk about Lair. Um, I watched it yesterday, I was going to do a review afterwards. And you know, when you watch a movie, you're just like your head's going, the dump, the dump, the dump. What the fuck did I just watch? Um, that's this movie. So, oh, sick. where do you even begin? Oh, god, this is terrible. Like, no, if it's a movie, just saw it. Randomly click because that's what I'm doing. I'm like randomly clicking on movies and going, yeah, let's get that. And then once I click the button, I'm committing myself to watching the end of the movie and then talking about it. Oh god, this one was painful. So anyway, the premise is a fractured family who are forced to face their demons metaphorically and literally as they unwittingly become embroiled in a man's attempt to prove the existence of the supernatural in order to overturn a friend's murder conviction. Sounds all right. Some cool artwork for the title premise yeah so we'll start off uh typical spooky possession horror slasher thing finally getting murdered you know um kind of with this rated things only 15 so you're not seeing like blood and gore it's all off camera and fucking digital blood oh, jesus christ i hate digital blood stop using digital blood people it's annoying i know it's cheap I know you don't want to get your nice sets messed up and you have to do a million retakes, especially with the crap actors involved in this one. But God's sake, stop it, please. It's annoying. It looks awful, nasty, and just... Even like the really old Hammer movies where they use bright red paint looks better than that shit. I'm just going to put it out there. Anyway, I'm not going to spend too long talking about this movie because, oh my God, it is absolutely atrocious. So we'll start off with that scene. Then we'll cut the jail cell. Now, I think this happens in America. This is, it's a wee bit convoluted with the back and forth, but happens in America. And then you've got the guy that killed him in the jail cell. Weirdest looking jail cell ever. It's like a Well West type thing. And his friend comes to visit him right the movie doesn't want you to like this character okay i get it i get it when the movie's trying to steer you towards who to like who not to like but jesus christ this guy um i can't remember the actor's names now because my brain is actively trying to erase this movie from my head so i never have to think about it again so once i get this done um i'll have to go south out of the internet just never to have to count this again but He's one of these, I think, Italian-American type, you know, oh, you fucking, fucking, no, fuck, fuck, yeah, fucking, blah. and it's supposed to be talking to a friend and concerned, like, yeah, you fucking, blah, blah, blah. That, that's the way this guy talks, the entire movie. I mean, there's better porn acting out there. I'll just, just say that. This guy's atrocious. So his friends tell him how he was a passenger, and he saw everything happening, and blah, 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 blah. It turns out these two are paranormal investigators, and they're snake oil salesmen. They're basically, um, they don't believe what they're doing. They're doing it for clicks and likes and to make money. But Jesus Christ, the way they go about it and talk, it's just like, you never believe any of that shit. And this is supposed to be like, oh. like this is only like five minutes into the movie. My head's like, my brain is like wanting to crawl down and poke my eyeballs out and go, Fuck off, Colin. Why did you play this? Finish it, you know. But I'm like, nope, come on, we're going to get this done. 
So, in the jail cell in America, this random English lawyer turns up who's the defense for a client who's in jail who murders family, who's totally possessed. Him and the, her and this other dude are like, that's that's basically the head of the script. We should fucking work together, fucking fucking. And she's like, nah, see you in court. You know, <laughs> if you had somebody like every sentence, you'd be like, whoa, mate, fucking set yourself down. <laughs> I don't know whether what, what they were wanting to achieve with this character. Um, fucking atrocious, seriously. Oh my god, I've never seen such shit in my life. I've watched some crap movies like uh, this one, just um, sorry, just filling my label. God, even my label doesn't want to take part in this review. Um, so that's that. Somehow, now I, I wasn't going to rewatch this again to pick up plot points because there's no fucking plot on it. It's probably the most I've sworn in a review as well, and there's probably going to be more sense, but this is god awful. Somehow, dude. Father, uncle, brother, sister has a a block of apartments in London, like upper class swaggy apartments that this guy can just go and take over and rent out to people. How that bit of the plot goes, and also if you have apartments in London, you can rent out. You don't need to be making no fucking paranormal show. It's like um, yeah, equivalent of L.A. or New York. If you had like high rise, like a freaking block of flats apartments you know that you're renting out you need you're sorted you need not another penny so this makes hold on I need a drink makes no sense whatsoever but anyway the plot needs to happen so he goes to London he goes into apartment and then he calls random friend from Haitian friend who was alright um He's actually the most alright character in this. Still wooden plank, like they're off. These are bargain basement actors. Um, I don't even look them up. Don't give a shit. <sighs> you gotta come fucking help me. Fucking fucking fuck fuck. That's this guy's entire like he has one tone, one method of communication. How the hell he's persuaded people to work with him and stuff? I don't know. Go fucking help me. Fucking do that right. So this convinces other dude because he owes him and owes the other guy over something to fly over to London. And here's the plan. You're going to love it, right? So in this block of apartments that they apparently own and can rent out and stuff, they're going to stay in one of them and they're going to rent out the other via Airbnb. This is a real um, head twister when uh talk about the next bit. So we're going to Airbnb it. So... Airbnb, holidays, short-term stays, blah, blah, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. Render out the someone, and then they're going to put artifacts. Okay, sorry, I need to go back. Fucking just remember this, but, oh, Jesus Christ, this is painful. The guy killed his family with an artifact, and the man is the... Not only, like, there's an active trial going on, this guy has been convicted yet. You know what I mean? Trial's still going on. They're able to take evidence from a court trial and a murder, multiple murder, and not only nick it, <laughs> but take it across to London. 
<coughs> yeah, you work it. I, I can't. I, I give up. Yeah, if you can explain that plot, good luck to you. Um, go join Mansa afterwards because fucking they might on twisted and stuff you have to do to get this to work out. Anyway, there's going to be a lot of me staring in this space going, the fuck did I watch? <laughs> That's the way I feel about this. Then, so they're going to rent out the family and then they're going to sneak in haunted artifacts on a day-by-day basis to see which ones work or not. And they've wired up the entire apartment with cameras and shit. Because that's not creepy. Yeah, and that... And plus, they're guaranteeing to get the right people in the time while the fucking trial's still going on and trigger the right artifact because use the one in the murder. No? Use that first? Nope. Let's not do that. No, 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 because we've got to overcomplicate this plot. Ah, you're going to love it. No. So to start off, okay, and then this family. And I use the term loosely because you've got three wooden planks in a weekend actor because I'm not going to... I don't believe in picking child actors. I don't know any better. They're kind of thrust into this world, really, at a young age, and... You just have to look, I've said it before, you just have to look at what the Disney Channel has done to a lot of young actors and completely boil their noodles. Um, I believe you have to be careful with child actors and movies and stuff because nine times out of ten it's fucking boiling their heads. But anyway, these three wooden planks, supposed to be a lesbian couple, and one of them has her daughter. Now, they've set it up initially that they're a family just going on holiday like in London. And they've all got London accents. Yeah, fucking work out one out for yourself. Um, this plot changes like minute by minute, so don't worry about it. But they're supposed to be a happy family. There's no rapport between any of the characters. Like, and the wee kid's the one that tries the best, in fairness. But even that, which is obviously the direction and the script don't exactly help her out here. Sorry, I need a drunk. I'm going to end up pissed by endless. Oh, dear God. Right. There's only one beer. Calm. Tell you, folks, not, not about getting drunken rants on the internet. <laughs> I'll get myself out in trouble. I've already a low filter as it is and uh, her trigger. So they'll arrive in here. Happy, clappy families. And the guy decides to leave a doll that was an Annabelle type doll. I mean, bargain basement fucking Annabelle doll. God, this movie's horrible. Oh, God, I'm giving myself an aneurysm just remembering it again. So they arrive to start in, and he's up to, like, show them around the apartment. You fucking, fucking, fuck, fucking, 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 fuck, fuck. Right. And they're trying to be polite. He's going, you fucking, fuck, fuck, fucking, fuck, fuck. That's that's his. Jesus Christ. So he introduces himself to the family. Like, to me, I'd be like, okay, bye-bye. Day one, the family does stuff. Apparently they're in London for the Pride Parade, yet they're all from London. Honestly, um, they didn't even bother to hire actors that were, like, regional accents outside of London. So it makes no sense of them going around an Airbnb. And I think they realised that part way through the plot because then they change it. 
<sighs> Fuck am I doing to myself talking about this movie? Anyway. God, what's next? <laughs> Weekend finds it all. Falls in love with it, blah, blah, blah. And then spooky woo-woo stuff, I think, happens. Can't remember. But he's in watching cameras going, oh, fucking fuck, fuck. Like, just himself, chain-smoking and drinking. Blah, blah, blah. And he's supposed to be, like, that's supposed to be a serious thing to get his friend, you know, conviction quashed if he proves that this paranormal shit's real in a trial. And so obviously he gets the clock, so he's going to get himself absolutely liquored and sit there and act like a maniac. Skip the next day. Um, this is the main, uh, I don't know, the main outdoor plot because everything else happens in the apartment. So it's like the location scene. Fucking, so they go to Pride. Now, when they're heading out to Pride, he is sneaking in the apartment to take the doll. Because, yeah, leaving the doll for a kid. The rest is going to happen. Fuck. <sighs> right. They all have left the apartment. The kid's taking the doll with her. Which you'd expect to happen. He's stalking around their apartment. Like, he should know exactly where it is now if he's watching them. And plus, there's supposed to be two of them. If you're on stag watching someone, you do it in shifts. You don't just sit there 24 hours and fall. What's the point in watching for things to happen so you can intervene if you're just sitting there getting hammered and falling asleep and you're not doing it in stags? Just my humble opinion as a hopefully not a complete idiot. Uh, anyway, Jesus Christ, this is so painful to talk about. He chases after the family <laughs> and meets him on the street and he tries to say, You fucking fuck, fuck, fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. But I, I need it all back. But, but it's, Starts a whole fight, and then he tells him it was a doll using the murder, and he just left. It fucking makes no sense. And plus, if you've moved in, right, if you're staying somewhere temporarily, Airbnb type stuff, and this is what you've met as a landlord, you're out there. Honestly, it doesn't matter. You're you're finding another hotel. You're finding something else because this guy's clearly tapped in the head. But anyway, that wouldn't you know what I mean the rest of the plot wouldn't happen then. So he takes the doll off or makes the girl cry. And then the wee girl gets lost in the parade. And this is the fucking weird bit that makes no sense. In fact, this whole scene doesn't need to happen. In fact, if they're taking this scene out and actually concentrate on the plot and building a bit of storyline, they probably would have saved themselves a bit of money because they're going to leash and it's the fucking most tragic pride parade ever. It actually looks really aggressive and dark and grim. <laughs> fucking the way they've shot this. It's horrendous. But they're talking and... The couple are yapping at each other. There's no rapport between these two. And they're fucking yapping at each other. And the wee girl disappears off into the crowd. Now here's the fucking bit. That just... They put this in for no reason. Just to create some sort of tension. They have this guy. And he looks as if he's in the Halloween mask. Like it's Halloween type makeup. You know, I don't mean Halloween the movie. I mean... Um, it's all like skull black. You know, wing black, white uh, eyeshadow. You know, almost like... It's horror makeup. And you see her standing and this guy approaching, her standing and this guy approaching, her cry. And then her mother just appears, I've got you. And then that's the end of that scene. No, they're trying to say he was a pedo or just for that. You know what I mean? What the fuck are they trying to say in this movie? It makes no sense. This scene just makes no fucking sense. 
but that happens anyway. Jump scare for nothing. Stuff happens, I think. Because my brain's going into self-defense mode at this point. I'm just my brain's just going, no, nope, I'm leaving. I'm like, no, nope, you're staying. I need you here. So me and my brain are having this fight while watching this shitty movie. And it's not that's almost a battle in itself. In fact, that would be a better story. Me arguing with myself about whether to carry on and <laughs> watch the rest of this movie because oh my god, it's absolutely dog shit. But then <laughs> they're back in the apartment later on. And this guy turns up again at the door. You fucking fuck, fuck. You fucking with a bear. <laughs> and what he's trying to say is, oh, oh, bring her out here now. Fucking bring her out here now. I apologize to her. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck? The, if that appeared at your door, you won't get your daughter and bring her out. Fucking bring her here now. Like, fucking apologize to her because I'm fucking sorry. You're like, fuck is this guy on like i don't know what they were thinking when they wrote this character but jesus christ it's bad anyway turns out it's not the happy they're not the happy couple as well they start uh did they make out that night i think they made out you had the gratuitous nudity love scene which is brief uh, that was only bit in this movie for the three and a half seconds that were kissing each other that you actually felt like there was some sort of freaking connection because the rest of this movie, God, I need a drink. I'm sorry. The rest of this movie, they're glaring at each other, scowling, sniping. It makes no sense. So, what happens in the rest of this movie? Oh, yeah. So, he then decides to sneak in another artifact. A wee uh, black-coloured Virgin Mary thing. Now, was that from the right? I think it was like a tree stump or something. It was from the ridge, you know, from the crime that they're supposed. This is all supposed to be centered around. By the way, this guy's forgotten about. Completely forgotten about for, that the movie's supposed to be about trying to convince. It's you know, like Amityville Horror, but they're trying to convince the jury that he killed his family because of demonic possession. Right, that's kind of the theme, but that's forgotten about. Like the, that first bit, you hear nothing else about him. You see the lawyer once more, and at the end, and that's it. You know, what I mean, that's that's that bit. So he sets this other thing in under the bed, hides it, and fuck, what happens next? Stuff happens next. Convoluted plot shit happens next and jump scares. Which make no sense. It's like oogie boogie woo woo shite. And then the next major What is the next major scene? Is it the party? That was towards the end. I think it was. No, something happens. He says it and they decide they're gonna go and do work and stuff pouring salt around the doors and stuff like would you not have prepared that beforehand and why are you going to like are they trying to contain the ghost because you know um and if you're not familiar with like witchcraft practices ring of salt is a ring of protection if you put salt on the windowsills and doors it's a protection to ward off evil spirits so technically they should have done that first before they even had somebody in like, it's fucking stupid. Sorry. 
That scene happens anyway. And what happens is every time they go out, these guys, so him and his Haitian mate are in doing all this stuff. And they're coming down, what are you doing? He's like, you fucking fuck slugs. Fucking fuck cockroaches. Fuck, you know. God, I've been going on 20 minutes about this. Holy shit. This is that bad. It really is that bad. Um, yeah, so they do that shit and for no reason. And once again, if you're the fucking family, get the hell out of that place. The, the, never mind any ghosts or spirits. This guy's nuts. He's tapped off his fucking head. You know what I mean? There's no if buts or maybes about it. This guy's cracked. So he would uh you would feel safe being in the place with him. So that happens. And then more stuff. And it turns out she has just recently left her husband. And moved in with her girlfriend to this Airbnb. So I suppose it all just happened. But the impression that they start to give is if it's this, you know, I mean they're established couple, blah blah blah. So they bring that on it as often to the plot. Makes no sense, but it's just a reason for them to be yapping at each other. Which once again makes no um no sense. We'll talk about poltergeist where the family and the family being together is what you know made it more tragic when Carl Ann got stolen. So there's nothing wrong with having them. I don't know. It's just it's a 2022 movie. Miserable fucker wrote it, obviously, and wrote the script. And they're not allowed, not allowed to have happiness or closeness or family unity. Cause reasons. But that's that's what they're doing here. Then they're going out to a party. The per- and by the way, when I say parents, they're fucking. They've got a sixteen-year-old daughter, and like they're so close in the age, like a pair of them. It's like three teenagers and a kid. It looks weird. Like there's no, horror, you know, there's no family dynamic here or anything. It's just fucking stupid. But anyway, these two are going off the party. Leave the two kids at home. She decides to bring her friends around. Yeah, this is where we get the first murders because the family gets wiped out. Uh, not the family, the, the friends. Uh, two friends go to shack up. They're in the thing. And yeah, the spur thing happens to them. And that's what I'm talking about. The fucking shitty digital blood. Oh, that shit is awful. It just looks terrible. You're actually, you better have a no blood than putting this shit because it looks it just takes away from your movie not that there's much to add to this thing but yeah that happens and this whole family get massacred and then a group of people get massacred and then the boyfriend walks out and jumps off the balcony now somebody jumping off a balcony and landing in the street you the police are going to get called immediately but that's not what happens what happens is she runs away with her sister and her half sisters apparently because that has to come in as well. But yeah, she runs away with her. And that's her solution. Washes blood off in the rain. Because yeah, like you can just wash the clear water, can wash stains off clothing and everything else. And then Twiddle Day and Twiddle Dumb go and forensically clean the apartment and hide the bodies. Even though they've got this on camera and he missed it because he was drunk or went away or something. I'm not even going to try and explain what's going on because it's stupid. But anyway, then they clean the apartment as if nobody got killed on it. Because that's what you do. 
And this girl calls the police when she'd run away and they don't turn up the next day. Hello, three people have been killed. One's jumped out of balcony. Oh, yeah, because not only, I don't think he landed in the car, I think, but he, when he landed in the street, he manages to clean all that evidence up. And nobody else saw a body land on the street. You kind of, like, Imran, if a body was the, well, I suppose maybe not, but world of previously, if a body was like a fall out the window and go splat, you would kind of go, huh? Maybe have a look. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, this is hurting my brain. But to do that, because that makes sense, because they're trying to get somebody off a murder charge, which is supposed to be the whole premise of this movie, and they're going to do dodgy shit like this. Where there's their evidence. Oh, look, this happened. Whatever. Fucking, I've given up on this. I've already given up, but I'm, I'm just going through this as a fucking just pure. <laughs> I love it. Just stubbornness at this point. It's just a fucking endurance test getting through the end of this movie. So then it comes back. All the bodies aren't there. She's called a liar. Sends you looking for attention, ringing the police. Blah, blah, blah. And then the near getting fight. Fucky fuck comes out and you do, oh, fucking fuck. And then near gets in there with the police. Because you've just covered up a series of deaths and there's body parts in the back of a car. You're going to antagonize the police. Yep. Even though, and even though the London police are pretty effective and incompetent, still some of them might know actually how to do their job. One or two of them anyway. So there's always that chance. So you don't you don't roll the dice that way. Oh, I've got comments here. For... <laughs> oh, it's one of those, yeah. Um, it's an absolute disaster of a movie, Dell. Absolute shocker. I mean, it hurts my brain thinking about it now. Literally hurts my brain. I'm in pain here, just trying to get through to the end of this. I've been at this. It was one of my longest reviews. Because uh, I'm just trying. This is more like an emotional support video to get this out of my head. It's awful. But we're not done yet. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got. Fucking, there's more plot to happen. Because then they come back. Oh, it's before the girl gives. um The mother's girlfriend gives the daughter a joint. Because, yeah, we do that too here in this movie. Yeah. I am in pain, Dale. Uh, I'm a massive amount of pain. I'm having to medicate myself. In fact, I'd be in fact rather than drinking it, I'd be better bashing myself over the head with this glass. I think I would numb the pain better for this movie. This is literally the worst movie I've ever seen. I think uh, honestly, and I've seen some crap movies. I think it's the worst one. So this carries on, and then we've got the big finale, if you want to call it that. We decided to do some time jumping next because that needs to happen. We then jump to the family, this dysfunctional family who's just been formed five minutes before the movie started rolling. Um, then we jump ahead to the crime scene. So we jump ahead to the crime scene where the police are like in doing forensic stuffs. Because why? Like, this director thinks he's clever. Seriously, he must think he's clever, but he's really not. Seriously. <laughs> so this is happening. And, oh, my God. They have this the detective come in. 
And I know us Belfast blokes are a wee bit stereotyped as it being short, blunt, and angry. But Jesus Christ, this detective comes in. I want to speak to the daughter, so I do. And you're not going to tell me whatever else. And no, we're not going to wait for child protection because I'm going to get to the truth right now. And I just felt embarrassed for my entire country in that moment. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's procedures. Anybody watches Lord or any crime movie, even soap, uh, soap operas, right? If there's been a load of murders, right, you don't have the wee girl sitting there while the place is drenched with blood and interrogate her on the bed. And that's what happens. And the detectives are all shit's good. Well, Londoners are afraid of Belfast people. Londoners are the wimpiest people you'll ever meet. And anything north of the M6 is scary dark lands where strange creatures who make eye contact and speak to each other live. Like, Londoners do live in fear of us. It's so funny, as I live in the outskirts of London right now. But, hey, <laughs> that's half the fun. Uh, there's there something else. These people are so soft. And it just comes... Actually, it's the only funny bit in this movie. It's all the detectives, because he comes in with a uh, Northern Ireland accent, and they're like, <laughs> So it's the only bit that kind of gave me a bit of a laugh. But this guy, as well, is awful. You can't even be like, yeah, this is funny. It's terrible. So... Halfway through the interrogation, let's have a flashback. Because, yay, let's have one of those. So they go back, like, the 12 hours that led up. Like, I could have just carried the move. There was no benefit. There's no benefit to having a flash forward and a flashback when this hasn't been the premise of the movie. You know what I mean? You set that up. If you're going to have flash forwards, flashbacks, or a linear plot, you set that up in the movie, and that's the tone throughout. There's no tone in this movie. It's just... um. It's a bargain bucket mix of stuff. <laughs> oh, well, we're throwing this. Oh, we'll throw some of that in. Yeah, we'll throw that in too. Shake it up and let's see what happens. And we'll use digital blood because that's cracking. So then we'll go back. The couple are fighting with each other. Girls sitting, uh, sitting with their sister, half-sister now we found out, and blah, blah, blah. Fuck, I can't even remember what's happening. Stuff happens and arguments happen and then she's getting picked. You know, it goes for about five minutes of her fiddling with this knife. As if she's going to stab her partner. And dun dun dun! You know, that's the way this works. But she doesn't do it. So once again, like the scene during the Pride Parade, it's a whole setup for absolutely no purpose whatsoever. Too much going on in the movie. There's freaking so much going on in this and nothing going on at the same time. That's that's what's so annoying about it. There's like lots happening and nothing happening. Like, how does simultaneously do that in a movie? It's unreal. Like, that's that is some skill if that's what you're trying to do. And if there's an audience for that, um, crack on, folks. I hope you're having fun. So, what happens then? Um, yeah, Anthony Spooky Wookie Woo appears again and kills everybody. Yeah. No reason, don't say it, just bah, Spooky Wookie, kill. And then we'll flash forward to the fucking interrogation scene on a bed, dripping with blood. And a murder scene with a kid. They're looking next door. 
oh, he gets killed too. Fucky fuck fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck fuck. Um, he's sitting there. Um, oh shit, the family's getting murdered. Oh, fucky fuck fuck. And then he doesn't do anything. He just sits there. And he gets a gun for some reason because, you know, my Americans love their guns. Even though he manages to get one because obviously they can't be without a gun for two minutes. Oh, my precious. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bring a gun in this movie for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, it's like one of those. Um, it must be a writing challenge for this movie. Just throw random stuff in a bucket. What they've done is they've got a bucket of you know little bits of paper, and they've thrown stuff in. And basically, what the directors this is what I'm thinking is the directors went okay, and the next bit is Russell, Russell, Russell. Ah, we're going to do this, and he just had to write it there and then, and he wasn't allowed to do any edits. That's what we think. This has to be a competition. We'll find out. If we look in this director, we'll find out this was actually a game and it wasn't actually meant to be released. And it was just um a quiz show or something or a game show. That's what it was, is a game show. And they're all given like a cast of six people each, and there's two teams and they've got buckets of random plot stuff. And that's what they've done. That's best that's the only rational way I can think how this movie came together. <laughs> anyway, we're nearly there. We're nearly at the end. So Mr. Detective from Northern Iron, so he is, is like sticking out, and he even orders the female detective out. Right, if you're interrogating the kid, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. And nothing's invisible in evidence. And you're in shit. You're meant to have a you're meant to have social workers. If a child's you're there's actually um in the UK anyway. There's actually child victim units. You know, there's actually a place where if a child's involved in a crime, that's where they're taken to. And it's so because you can't go hard. But even an adult, you don't sit with an adult in a place drenched with blood and body bits all over the show. Oh, by the way, the caught Haitian guy. That's right, because we forgot about him. They didn't even see his butt. So he's driven off with the body parts, and apparently he crashed and got caught a load of body parts in his car. Just throw that in there towards the the end. Yeah, so I wrapped his um, story arc up. Okay, because, yeah, whatever. But, right, we're nearly at the end. The detective has a moment of brilliance when he spies the teddy bear. The teddy bear that fucky fuck um, swapped for the Annabelle doll. <laughs> and he notices there's an eye missing. And all of a sudden, we'll have this dun 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 this moment. And he asks her for the bear, and she's like, No, it's a teddy. Can I have the teddy bear? This goes on for about three minutes. It felt like about three years. Fuck. But he takes the teddy bear and he opens it up, and there's a camera. Dun dun dun. dun. And it's not just a camera, it's a GoPro with. Because everything else is wearing in the set of monitors for recording, except for this, because that's the way you work. You don't have it broadcasting. And of course, he has to be able to play it back right there and then. And what do we see? You ready? The little girl transforms into the monster. Because we see her flash by. And, um, if you heard about me talking about the Sinister movies, it was that shit. <laughs> In fact, it was even more. In fact, the Sinister movies look genius. 
for the camera flash at the end. So you know, at the center of the movie, you get the camera flash at the end with the wee girl. It's exactly the same except she's going boo. And then we get the plot bit where the wee girl transfers transforms right in front of him and kills everybody. But of course, you see it off camera because this must be a fifteen or something. But we're not finished yet. We'll have to have the final scene, which makes it all it all makes sense after this. Now, hope you can stay with me. We cut to a scene and up around the shore in London, like massive high rise building, set of penthouse offices. I'm a sea lawyer, dude. Girl, the the lawyer girl was in this for about three scenes, and there's no cons concept or character. Or purpose whatsoever but she's on the phone the spooky voice on the other end of secret organization yes it went perfectly it went well i have it now blah 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 hangs up the phone like she may as well twirl the mustache you know what i mean if she had a bloke she would have had a twirl the mustache going, and then she walks over to this table with people and she brings out the little black colored uh Virgin Mary thing. Okay, people, shall we start the bidding at 20 million? Dun, dun, dun. Cue the credits. The hell did I watch? The hell did I actually watch? Who thought this was a good idea? Like, where's the checks and balances of somebody reading this going, no? And then when they shoot the first lot, no? Like, there should have been somebody going, the Adam crow stop stop it now <laughs> this was terrible this is single worst um and i've this has been not only is this the worst movie but this is also the longest review normally it's just like 10 minutes of oh right right really cool or yeah not so bad this um yeah uh, this is the public service i'm watching these so you don't have to seriously um shockingly bad <laughs> and i had to make content about it because you don't go through that pain and not at least get a video out <laughs> may as well serve some purpose so there you have it that was lair <laughs> made <laughs> the finest of horror for 2022 thank goodness there's some cool stuff sure um this evening and um, i tell you what if there's a choice between this and incantation, which I wasn't too happy with, go for incantation, at least to try and that there's no there's no attempt with this. Just think nah. I, I I don't know, honestly. Um <laughs> my brain's still, like after I finish this video, I'm gonna forget this movie ever existed. If anybody asks me did I watch it, I will deny it. I'll just be like, I don't remember. Honestly, um it was that shit. And that's my review. 40 minutes later. Holy crap, I need to get that out of my system. This is a therapy session. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a therapy session to get this out of my head. So hopefully it's gone now. I'm gonna drink some more beer. I'm gonna watch something from the 80s. <laughs> Try and get some balance. Um see we weekend before we go to bed. And hopefully you never think of this thing again. <laughs> well, folks, hope you enjoyed yourselves. Um uh check out our links, etc. Um all that good stuff. Keep an eye on what we do. Until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific. <laughs>